You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. Welcome today to another episode of Musician Today podcast where we interview amazing artists all around the world and try to bring you their awesome music as an inspiration in these most challenging times in our lives. And today we have an awesome, awesome cello performer, Hector Jose Ortiz, began learning the violin in third grade while attending Long Beach Unified School District. His violin classes were offered once a week in a group setting. Hector switched to the cello in the sixth grade and continued playing cello. While in high school, Hector also took marching band and jazz ensemble, where he picked up other instruments, including percussion, electric bass, viola, and guitar. While in high school, Hector performed side-by-side concerts with the Long Beach Symphony Orchestra under the baton of the Mexican conductor Enrique Diemeque. I'm trying my, uh, my best, guys. So, DMK, is that right? Damn yes, DMK. Okay, thank you. So, Hector also attended college orchestra classes in high school um, and Cheritos Community College during, uh, during his years right after high school. Hector began team, taking private lessons for the first time under the um, tutelage of cellist Menon Robert Shaw. So, Okay, violinist originally, huh? <laughs> Hector started to play other genres besides classical music on the cello when he was invited to join a folk band while at Cerritos College. Half of his course schedule was music classes, that is when he decided to switch from a zoology major to a music major. Okay, I think you made the right choice. <laughs> While attending Cerritos College, he was hired to teach piano at the local elementary school nearby. He taught music for Norwalk and La Marida um, Mirada Unified School District. Hector developed his teaching skills and started teaching elementary orchestra classes. He also taught in cello <clears throat> in, uh, on Saturdays at the conservatory in Pasadena, where he was also able to start a rock, pop, and jazz orchestra and was pushing the conservatory in different direction despite the pushback from older perspectives. Hector has been able to take professional development classes over the summer and decided to attend Mark Wood Rock Orchestra Camp, woohoo, where they were offering classes aimed at for, for teachers who taught alternative string classes such as he was. So that is where Hector met Mark Wood and many more amazing string players who were playing on electric string instruments. So Mark Wood was a huge influence on his music career. He planted the seeds in Hector that later began to grow as he furthered his journey as a musician and educator. Hector then transferred to California State University, Dominique, Dominique Hills, where he began studying cello with Dr. Francis Steiner. While attending CSUDH, Hector took more jazz classes and composition classes. He formed a rock band called the Mulis. The Mulis, yeah. yes, <laughs> and now recently evolved into the corner house with his classmates while attending the university and would perform weekly in the university lounge. This is where his journey from classical to alternative music began to develop from a curiosity into a reality. Hector plays acoustic and electric cello for the band at the corner, called the Corner House, <laughs> and has released two singles and EP. We're going to hear those things today, guys. And he also works as a free, free, freelance musician. 
in the greater Los Angeles and is currently working on his solo project Cello Azul. Hector is currently focusing on healing music and you can access his first meditative piece called Pathways on his YouTube channel. So I can't wait to share all this awesome music with everybody. How are you doing, Hector? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. I'm uh, very fortunate to be home and be able to, you know, practice my music now while we're being quarantined and, yes. and uh, trying to stay home and safe. That's true. Amazing. Um, but that's, I guess that's the way to go, right? It's just to keep doing what you love. So it keeps you healthy and well and sane. And <laughs> that's it. So you guys, if you want to find Hector, you can find him on Instagram as the cello azul, cello underscore azul. You can find him on his YouTube channel, Hector, the cellist. You can also find his meditation piece, Pathways. And on Facebook, find him on forward slash Hector dot cello azul. All right. So before we go on, um, tell me how, where, when did you decide to, so I know we just read your story where you met Mark Wood. So what was the deciding moment for you to take up electric cello? And was it intrinsically motivated or was it because you've met somebody like Mark Wood? Um, I was playing um, on an acoustic cello. It was an acoustic electric. And so it was just a, a, a pickup that I placed under the bridge. And I was performing with several rock bands. Um, I played with the Moolies often, um, but when I was playing with other bands in larger venues, I would get lots of feedback because everyone was loud and I couldn't get as loud as everyone else because oh. of the acoustics of the instrument. Yeah. And that's what I realized that I needed an electric instrument. Um, by this time I had, um, I was, uh, I had met Mark and um, then I had the opportunity to play on his electric cello his uh, Cobra cello, the model that, that he had at the time. Yeah. Uh, and that's when I was like, wow, I'm sold. This is the instrument for me. Awesome. Um, and and I, I, I worked enough to, to finally be able to get the instrument. And, um, and that's where I am now. I'm, I'm developing my skills on that electric instrument. And it's been, it's been uh, an amazing journey. Nice. Way to go. How many strings is it? Is it four or five? Uh, mine's is six strings. <gasps> Wow, love it. So, oh my, my god, that's so cool. Um, and it's a six string solid body. And I chose fretted because there's times where um, I was performing with bands and um, most bands are like, I really just want beautiful cello in the background, but not in the forefront. So sometimes I wouldn't get cello on the monitor. And if I don't know what I'm hearing and I don't and if I don't have a monitor, it really puts me in a very vulnerable position. And so I decided to invest in it uh, to make sure that my cello had frets on it. That's nice. I totally agree. Um, I ordered a Markwood Viper seven string, but I have phantom frets just because it's my thing as a violinist. I'm like, will I be able to play with frets? So how do you feel about frets? Like, does it actually, like, does it bother you? Does it prevent you from doing the slides and things like that? Um, no, it doesn't bother me. I still play back and forth between my acoustic and my electric. Yeah. Um, and I've played on an electric Viper with phantom frets, mm -hmm. um, and I play one with frets and I feel, I, I feel like, um, I've gotten used to it at first. It's kind of awkward. Like, what is this under my fingers? Yes. But you play directly, <laughs> yeah. You play directly on the fret mm -hmm. and on my electric cello, I play directly on the fret and, um, and it's more of like, I would say, um, a feel as opposed to a visual. Cause I don't look at my fingers when I'm playing, but it allows me to feel a little safety when I know if I can't hear myself. And and the sliding is is um, still, it, it doesn't prevent slides. It doesn't prevent any of my glissandos, so. Mm -hmm. 
Cool, yeah. cool. Great, great, great invention to the, the history of, of violin and cello. Oh, definitely. It's like the revolution. <laughs> that's what people yeah. play today. That's, that's amazing. So why don't we listen to one of your songs and then you can tell us a little bit more about how we came to be, okay? So here is Bliss. Yes, is that the full name or yeah. is it Bliss? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, bliss. okay, awesome. So here you go, guys. Enjoy. Here's Bliss. Let it hold me up inside The smell of 
song to relax <laughs> so what would you call this it's kind of it's reggae isn't it yeah it's reggae influence it's got a little bit of the rock influence um i grew up listening to a lot of reggae um, um when i was younger and um it's sort of what has always been as an it's always been an influence for me when i write music um but not necessarily but definitely you can definitely hear um, all the tunes I was listening to as a kid definitely was reggae. Um, and I really do enjoy the, the change and feel for the song where it's, it's uh, slow and chill, and then we're able to kind of release some energy in between. Yes, I love That's my favorite part. <laughs> That's so awesome. So how do you usually go about creating music? Do you write it with your band members? Do you have an idea that you develop into like a rhythmic concept, melodic concept? What's your process in kind of, you know, a few words, if, if we can? <laughs> yeah, no, sure. For, um, it just depends on the tune that we're working on. So in the band, there's five of us, and mm -hmm. each one of us brings a different flavor to the band. Um, and for this one, particularly this song, we were um, hanging out as a band and we were jamming. And the guitarist, our guitarist Gustavo, he was playing the chord progression slowly in a very kind of R&B reggae feel. Um, and then he was playing, and so then I joined in on, on the cajon, I was playing cajon, and our bassist was playing bass lines, and then eventually I just started humming. And so usually what comes to me is um, the melodies first, and so mm -hmm. I hum melodies uh, aloud, or sometimes I play cello. And so I'm focusing on melodic lines, and once I have a melody or a riff that I really enjoy and I feel sticks, then I repeat it over and over again, and then eventually I just start to say words, and sometimes uh, if I, I, I just start to say words to see what words fit in the melody. And sometimes I often build a song on on a specific word, and then I just expand it. Like, oh, okay, well, uh, for this one particularly, we started off with just the chords and the melody. And so then I sat down, um, and at that point in my life, I had finally um, met someone very special in my life that I was able to, you know, wake up in the morning and be very grateful that you're able to see them. Like, that's the first thing you see in the morning. And it's such a beautiful feeling, and that's where I was at the time. Uh, still am, but that's that's sort of the focus of the song. Is like you know, I want to wake up in your arms, Aww. and so um, and it's that feeling of bliss of being with the person that you, you most want to be with, um, and being so close to them, um, and how it makes you feel. And so that's sort of how um, the song came about with with the direction of the words. Um, but other times I do just sit down and write words. Um, and try to put them rhythmically. Uh, for instance, I've recently just started exploring rap, um, mm. a genre of music that I really do enjoy um, to listen to, but never felt that I can I can do that. And so, because <laughs> um, lyrics, for me, when I write music, I usually focus on, uh, when I personally write songs, so this was a collaboration, but when I write songs, there's another song that's going to be released soon called Estos Ojos, mm. and that song is a lot more reggae too, but I focus on the bass lines. And so I play the bass line, nice. and once I play the bass line first, then that dictates the chord progression usually. And so I figure out the, the bass line, then I play chords over the bass line to see what chords fit best. And then once I have that sort of feel, then I start to dance and sing to it. 
And if I can dance and sing to it, then it's in the right direction. And then once I sing um, la la la's over it or, mm -hmm. or whatever, oohs or ahs, then <laughs> I start feeling words. So for me, it's like um, bass line rhythms and feel, then melody over that, and then eventually I ice it with the words. Amazing. I love that. Well, it makes sense that you focus on the bass because I wonder, by the way, how low can you play on your cello? So it's a six string Mark Woods Cobra, right? Uh huh. Yeah, and I play, your, I, yeah, I have a full F. Wow. <laughs> if, you, if you listen to the next song, Caraves, mm -hmm. that one is where I, I, you can definitely hear the, the, the bass lower. line of the cobra. That's amazing. Very good. We'll hear it in just a second. Meanwhile, tell us what, um, how do you define the concept of healing music? So you said you were working on healing music. So mm -hmm. to me, what we just heard was great. It was like healing already. <laughs> so I can see you transition into that world. And what is healing music to you? For me, um, music is vibrations and it's also a release of energy. Mm -hmm. And so if we are playing music with a, with a, with a positive intent, um, and actually putting your emotion behind it, it it does transfer between the musician and the listener. Um, and so there's plenty of music that I really enjoy. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish they didn't say the words that they're saying because <laughs> music is great. But yeah. then, you know, it's it's uh, sometimes the words cannot then hold you back, um, you know. And so for me, healing music is music that's positive, music that's uplifting. And it doesn't necessarily have to be happy sounding. It's just music that resonates and has a sort of positive release of energy. Um, for instance, um, I, the, the music that I've been working on recently has been just uh, instrumental mm -hmm. so that I could really focus on the emotion behind the music um, and being able to, me myself, put myself in a meditative state so that I can sometimes allow the music to just guide me. And through that, I've been uh, able to release a lot of what I've been holding back or um, things that I've been ignoring or um, being able to really sit with my feelings and express it through music. And that sort of been therapeutic for myself. And so then I started doing this with, uh, with groups. I started, um, I joined the Healing Homies Network, which is Thanks. an organization that started here in, in, um, in, the, in Southern California which is aiming at connecting um, other Latinx artists, musicians, um, health providers, people who care, who, who give. And we started basically creating um, healing sessions for healers. So if you're a nurse, you're a healer. If you're a teacher, you're a healer. You know, anybody who provides and gives their all to help the community. And we were offering music and meditation and healing for those who heal others. And when I was playing and I was offering these meditations and these sound baths, I found that I was really connecting with the people that were listening. And so I was sort of putting in my positive intent and people would receive it very, very well. And people would come out very relaxed and saying that it felt so much better. And I felt, and I, that's when I came to realize that, um, that this was something that I truly enjoyed was healing myself through music and allowing others to heal with me. Um, and so I, I feel that's sort of my understanding of what healing music has been as through my experience. Um, and, um, and so then that led me to my YouTube that I put out called mm -hmm. Pathways, 
Um, yes. And so that is a series of loops that I've been uh, playing with for a while. And so it's mostly, I'm, it's pretty much all cello mm -hmm. and all um, using various effects. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So you guys, there's a link below in the description, wherever we are, you're watching us, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, there's a link to Hector's channel. So go ahead, check out Pathways. It's there. Enjoy, meditate, and hopefully we'll help you feel healed and well and sane during this interesting time in our lives, right? <laughs> Thank you. So why don't we have a listen to one more song then? Thank you guys you. ready? So this is Cadave. Yes? Mm -hmm. Or Cadavez? Cadavez, yeah. Cadavez. Every time. <laughs> Here we go.
was so great. So I love that. I love that how we can hear a little bit of reggae, a little bit of more like Latin music. So I love that. It's such a happy mix. It just makes you feel the joy, right? Makes you want to get up and dance. It's like you said, music is vibration, makes you move. That's amazing. Um, I wanted to, personally, I'm curious about, so you started your actual education in music from classical violin. How would you say, did that, did your classical training uh, contribute towards who you are today? Or was it more like a, something that you didn't want to do? Like, it does it play a part in today's, yeah, no, music? It definitely is a part, I think, um, in the approach of how, how um, I'm playing music. Oftentimes, you know, violin and cello is a single line. Yeah. So um, as opposed to, for instance, my guitarist in my band um, is able to play chords and understand a little bit more about how notes work together and harmonies. Um, and so when I do write music, oftentimes it's a single line melodic, and then I build upon that. Uh, but, you know, over the course of my education, I expanded my knowledge and understand chord progressions. Um, but Playing violin, it really, I think, helped me with understanding melodies. And so, for instance, this particular song, um, our guitarist showed up one day at rehearsal and he was just playing this lick. And so um, we started moving and grooving to it. And then for me, it was very easy once the bass player and the guitarist has that solid groove going for me to just go, like just to just sing out melodies and that's definitely an influence of playing cello and violin and, and playing melodies growing up um yeah and so it feels so natural and, too yeah so it just became a part of me yeah and um yeah and i, and I really do appreciate my classical background even though i'm not a classical uh, performer or musician i definitely appreciate the technique and the and the dedication and sort of the structure that it creates for young musicians. Absolutely. I totally agree. There's my grandpa used to say always, there's nothing that you will learn that will be useless to you. So be open mm. to everything, especially when you're young, especially when you're still at university, you got to be mm. open to everything because you never know one of those things that you've learned in like brief experience might actually change your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and so for instance, this particular song that you hear, there's a lot of shifts in in um, in uh, ideas and in tempo, and it's definitely kind of like like a classical piece where you have a, a slow in, you know slow movement, a fast movement, and then you change it up, and that's sort of how we as musicians we get bored of hearing the same sort of kind of like thing going on, and so we just like here we go, let's throw something new in there, yeah, uh, for the sake of our music sanity. It's like we want to hear something different. Um, but definitely, yeah, and I think for this group particularly, um, has pushed me vocally because I think I, I never really go around saying, "Hey, I'm a singer," um, <laughs> but but you know, it's like it, it just happened. You're to, singing on uh, this one. Yeah, I'm singing on both. Oh, of them. amazing! I didn't know that. That's great. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. anyway, that's my voice in both of those, um, um, and for Bliss and for Calaveras, and mm -hmm. so we just released. Our, our band, The Corner House. Mm -hmm. um, follow them on Instagram too, on Facebook. Um, the Corner House, we just released an EP. So we released two songs, amazing songs. One of our songs, Deeper Than the Sea, written by our drummer. And the other one, um, Foreign Fog, is uh, a song that sort of has been on my in my mind for years. When I was at Dominguez Hills, I started playing, I picked up the Native American flute. And so I really started playing with it. And that 
that um, groove that you hear on the, on the flute mm -hmm. um, is something that I was playing that I've been playing since I was at university. And so eventually wow. we put it back as a band and it just took us a couple months to like really uh, dissect the song and put it together and, and expand it. And then that's where I introduced rap for the first time. So oh, that's amazing. encourage everybody to listen to uh, Foreign Fog, which is a song that addresses um, how America and the media is portraying uh, immigrants in the United States mm -hmm. and sort of addressing the, the, this blanket of lies that they kind of put blame on and scapegoat immigrants for the problems that we have financially in the U.S., which mm -hmm. is obviously uh, cor corporate greed, you know, yeah. um, but, you know, it's uh, definitely sort of like a, a, a tender spot for me as a son of immigrant parents. Mm -hmm. So I definitely felt like I, this was the time that I needed to really, really push and express this song. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's just, it just dropped yesterday. So Yay! Ooh, is it on your YouTube? Yeah, yeah, no, it's on Spotify. You can find it on Spotify, mm -hmm. iTunes. iTunes. Uh -huh. Yeah, you can find awesome. it on iTunes. It's called Foreign Fog. By Foreign the Fog. Sounds yeah. so great. I totally agree. I'm also from an immigrant family and we moved here 16 years ago. So I understand. <laughs> well, I think our situation in Canada is way better for immigrants and we're oh. being treated really nicely. But yeah, I understand. So the struggles that come with it. So good for you. That's amazing. I'm going to go listen. You go guys listen too. All right. Yes. Meanwhile, I wanted to do something sort of like a wake me up little rapid fire game. <laughs> Right. So if you're up for it, I'm going to ask you 10 silly questions in under a minute. Okay. Okay. So see, that means six seconds for a question. Okay. <laughs> so some of them are do, uh, digging a little deeper. Uh, others oh. are a little bit more on the surface. So well, right. just basically tell us the first thing that comes to your mind so we don't overthink it. Mm -hmm. okay. Are you ready for your first question? Uh, okay. I'm going to get us a countdown and then we're going to start the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. What was your most memorable performance? My most memorable performance was at Cerritos College. I was a student and I was performing for the first time a solo piece that I was going to play. It was a sonata by Graval. And I was nervous in the background and I was browsing my bow the whole time because I was just waiting for my turn. And when it was my turn, I went and played the first opening chord and a poof of rosin smoke flew everywhere. Oh, and wow. The audience <laughs> was like, whoa. And so that was uh, kind of embarrassing, but it was kind of cool at the end when you think about it. Nice. What are the names of your pets? Um, I have two cats. One is Pudge and the other is Misitu. Nice. At what age did you pick up cello? I picked up cello in sixth grade. I'm trying to remember how old I was in sixth grade. <laughs> like 12? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cello, acoustic or electric? Which do you prefer? Um, that's hard to choose. Uh, I can't decide. I really, if I can only have one, it probably, I don't know. Maybe I'll choose electric. All right. What motivates you? Ah, we're out of time, but we can still finish the questions. <laughs> the first one was so complex. <laughs> yes, go for it. Yeah, my children motivate me. Oh, wow. That's amazing. How old are they? My son is 10. I'm sorry. He's 11, and then I have a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old. Wow, that's great. Do they play music too? That's off the, mm -hmm. the, the, the schedule in our questions, I know. But <laughs> that's yeah. so great. That's so great. Um, which YouTuber you just can't stop watching? Um, you know, I don't really watch YouTubers. 
could be a musician. Yeah. Oh, musician that I can't stop watching for right now? I can't stop watching FKJ. All right. What are your favorite three songs to cover? Name name three. Yeah. My favorite song to cover is This Charming Man by The Smiths. My second favorite song to cover is uh, Come Together by The by the, the Beatles. Mm -hmm. And then finally, I really enjoy playing Negra Pomasa by Caipanes. All right. Name three people that you admire most. Three people that I admire most. One is um, our uh, our assistant principal at my school, an amazing person who really opened up my world to social justice and and understanding that this is something we need to teach the children and understanding that they have that, that they have a, a, a power within them to to be able to make their own decisions and, and change change their their world even though they're young um, to be able to understand that they have the power to shape their society. That's amazing. Any more two people to yeah, add to that list? Yeah. That really does inspire me musically is uh, Mark Wood was someone that really uh, opened up my world with what we can do with music and um, uh, has always, you know, been sort of a, an amazing, not only amazing musician, but also like in, inspiring in the sense that uh, makes you feel like you're, you're like something's attainable and also very encouraging. Uh, like a, like an educator himself. Yes, that's and, true. And then, and then lastly is um, I really do admire my partner. He's amazing. He's such a he's such a dedicated person, a very disciplined person. And so I think those are the three people that really definitely inspire me. That's amazing. Okay. Um. Now, dogs or cats? Cats. Cats. Got it. <laughs> Name three artists that you follow on Instagram. I follow Vera. All right. Um, I really enjoy um, following um, this cellist from Latin America, Ariel, an amazing cellist. Um, and then I also follow um, Shauna Tucker. She's another cellist. Amazing cellist. So if you ever get a chance to, to, to uh, um, interview another cellist, you need to look up Shauna Tucker. She's another mm -hmm. musician that is a classically trained cellist, but does her own thing. And um, you got to check out Shauna. I'll check her out. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. So we got through the questions. Woohoo! We didn't make it in one minute. We, it was more like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's the trap because some of these questions are really big right and you just want to expand like usually the people you admire like you cannot stop talking about them right because there's so much to say and i understand <laughs> yeah mark wood has been amazing and also in my influence and in actually this entire podcast so I, I'm fairly new to podcasting and I started last year in May and he was one of the earlier interviews I did and he said one thing to me that I think we'll all be able to relate to. He says, your story is so interesting. You come from a different part of the world. You have undertaken so much to be here. Like, that's what I want to hear. I don't necessarily want to hear like, you know, Box or Brahms' story. Like, it's been told already, right? So... It's about telling your unique story to the audiences that that's what makes people relate to it in your music. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is exactly what we're doing, yeah, <laughs> that you're doing. <laughs> Amazing. So before we go, 
towards the end of our show today, what would be a piece of advice that you would give to a young artist in today's world in pursuing their careers who want to do something like what you do, perform, create music, and perhaps something to deal um, with this crisis that we have going on today? What would you tell them? I would say um, play and also practice when you play. Um, be mindful of how you play and practice. Our body is 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 um is a gift, and we don't have it forever. And so make sure you, we are athletes as musicians. We are athletes. So yes. stretch. So stretch, stretch, stretch. Um, treat your body good. Um, but also uh, record record yourself. Either audio record, visually record. Um, look at how look at yourself playing. Um, analyze yourself how you play. Watch yourself how how you play. Um, be be able to sit back and listen um, and and um, record your growth and and see and listen back because because when you're playing it, it's different than if you sit back and you watch like oh that's what I sound like oh that's what I do and then record everything that you possibly can because sometimes you come up with something amazing you play it and then you want to go back to it and you're like what what did I do but if you have it recorded you're like oh then you go back to that well I mean that speaks to people who are interested in the creative aspect of it but. But yeah, if you're interested in writing music, write, uh, imitate whoever you like, imitate them. Imitate them as much as you can until you eventually find yourself and who you are as an artist. Um, play lots of covers, play the songs. If you like it, learn it, play it, enjoy it, and learn why you like it. What is the aspect of the music that, that makes you like it? And then you start writing music like that. Because if it calls to you, it's calling to you for a reason. So. Write that style of music. You like it, write it, learn it, experience it, dance it. You have to dance. You need to dance. If you're a musician, you need to dance. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much. That's amazing. That's exactly, I think, sums up really nicely what we were talking about today. So, Hector, thank you for being on the show today. This is my pleasure. And if you don't mind, I'd like to invite you back sometime, maybe a couple of months yes. down the road, when you have a new single coming out or an album or a video, anything, shoot me a yeah. message. We'll have you back on the show. We'll be happy to. Hopefully, I'll have a full-on video broadcast by then. Okay. <laughs> I'm still fiddling with Windows 10, but that's okay. We'll get it done. So, yeah. uh, meanwhile, you guys can find Hector on his YouTube channel. Uh, you can find Hector on Facebook by forward slash hector.celloazul find him on Instagram which is where we originally connected so at forward slash cello underscore azul is it azul or azul yeah, azul. Azul. Yeah. azul okay <laughs> so he makes amazing music with his band and on his own check out the pathways for healing meditative music um, I can't wait to share this whole thing load it up on iTunes and have people watch it so thank you so much I hope you have an amazing day and we will see you next time. Thank you, Vera. I truly appreciate you. Thank you. You're Thank amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's all, folks. If you like Iron Fiddle songs, download them at yourbermanka.com forward slash music. See you next time. <laughs>